commitment or lack thereof. The first word commitment came to mind while I was running this morning. The rest of the first sentence I added later, just in case my addictive brain decided to rationalize the meaning. It's sad to look back on one's life and find that I have never been committed to anything. Not friends or wives or girlfriends for that matter. Definitely not my children who suffered the most or my running, studying, or writing, such as this podcast. I wonder why. Is it because I'm afraid of success, or maybe I'm afraid of being a failure? But something just occurred to me, and that is that I must be afraid of success. Why do I say that, you may ask? And my answer is simple. Because that's what I've been all my life, a failure. So it has to be that I'm afraid of success, or maybe it's that I see success as something negative. If that's true, then it's very sad. What plays over and over in my mind are those horrible two years I spent at the Irish Catholic School, St. Edmunds in Shillong. It was there that the things I saw or believed in were shattered. My intellect was damaged, where my self-confidence was destroyed, where my spirit was killed and my individuality crushed. And all because I wouldn't pray to the Nordic God on the wall who wore his heart on the outside of his clothing. I had to conform. And even when I finally did, it wasn't good enough for them. I was singled out and belittled. And I was only 11 years old. Any creativity I possessed was denigrated. My love of math and science laughed at. No wonder I grew up and felt completely lost in the world. When I first went into therapy, it was ascertained that my emotional and intellectual development had been arrested at 11. Physically, I kept growing. But my brain... My emotional brain remained that of an 11-year-old. I went through life believing that succeeding was not good. In order to succeed, I would need to stand out from the rest of the crowd. But that was scary. Look what happened when I showed some individuality. I was destroyed. It was better to remain part of the crowd. But that isn't me. The non-addictive part of my mind believed in me and was constantly waging a war with the other half. And this would account for my failures. My addictive brain would allow me to succeed only so far before it set out to destroy what it saw as danger. Subconsciously, panic must have set in and the path to destroying any success I was having had begun. There must have been a time when each part of my brain waged an all-out war against each other. But in the end, the addictive half of my brain won out. It's had, after all, nearly 60 years to perfect itself. It's the most powerful segment of my mind. And having said that, I want to destroy it. 
I need to have victories, whatever those are, before I decide to leave this earth. So time is of the essence, and when I must. When I sat down to write this, my addictive brain immediately kicked in and started to supply me with what seemed like, a, like legitimate reasons not to write this. I resisted those temptations and knew I needed to complete this. I knew it would be a victory for me. I am in need of a victory today because I feel a little depressed. Because of my addictive mind, I find myself in an all too familiar place and that is with very little money. Could I have prevented myself from being here? Absolutely. But that is in the past. I cannot change that. But I can positively affect my future. I'm in recovery now. I need to stay in recovery. Because if I don't, my future will be just a repetition of my past. And the older one gets, the more obvious it becomes that that immovable wall called death gets just a little closer.